Welcome to Building Phase of Projects of Orpimi um, Life Skills Based on the Halachas of the Beis Amigdash for the three weeks. This is Saratova Best. Okay, um, today we're going to talk about the question of, which is similar to what we spoke about a different time, do we need in life, um, is, should everything in life be about hard work and you have to earn it and if you don't, you don't get it? Um, because we, as Yidden, we are people who value hard work. We don't actually like free gifts. It says that a, a, a person would rather have one of his own that he earned than nine of a, something that somebody gave him. And especially as Jewish people, we really, we see when the Yidden came to America, um, they really wanted to work hard and they worked very hard to achieve what they achieved and, and acquire what they acquired. Because we value hard work. That's just installed in our nature. But is there a moment, is there a point in time in which you just need a break? You know, that, that, that you need some kind of a vacation from everything you have, you have to earn with blood, sweat, and tears. So, here's the halacha. When it comes to, when, once we're inside the Beit Hamigdash, go through Nicanor's doors. So when we go through Nicanor's doors and we come to the place where the sacrifices are, are brought, and we come to the, the Israelite uh, courtyard, Ezra Yisrael, and after that we come to the next courtyard, which is three steps higher, because it's higher in holiness, and it's called the priestly courtyard, the Ezra Kohanim. And in order to go there, you couldn't just go there. It, you could go there if you were bringing a carbon, and otherwise not, unless you were a uh, Cayenne. So as we're saying, it's three steps higher physically because it's higher in Kedusha. And at the top of the steps, there were marking posts protruding from the walls, delineating what it is. There were other places in the base of Mishra where it said, those who are... Um, happen to be of a pure status at that point. There are various ways people's status became ritually impure, and then they repurified themselves. So there were various places where there were signs that said, anyone who's not in a pure status, don't go beyond this point. And over here, too, there were these protruding signs from the side saying, this is for Kahanim, or this is for somebody who brings a carbon. These steps are called the Duchan platform. The Duchan platform. The steps that are going up into the Ezra's Kohanim. And what would happen on this Duchan platform? So Kohanim would bench the people. And the Levium would stand there, and they would play musical instruments and sing, while the Karbanas were being offered. So... Here's the here's the thing. Duchan reminds us of Duchnin. Why is it called Duchan? That's what a Kayin does. Guess he does other things in his life, but his essence is he was brought into the world, so to speak, to Duchan. To do Duchanin. Birchus Kainin. And there's something very power, powerful about Birchus Kainin. Because normally in life, when a bracha is going to come down, from way from the highest realms for us. What happens is it begins to come down, and it may be a giant bracha, but it's, it, it is automatically stopped at each station along the way 
spiritual station along the way, and there's a judgment. And the question is, do you deserve this bracha or not? So do you deserve or not? And there are so many of such stopping points with that same question question asked, do you deserve this bracha or not? As this bracha is descending from one higher spiritual world to a lower, to a lower, to a lower, till the bracha finally comes down to this world after so many judgments and so many stoppings and asking, do you deserve it or not? What do you think's left at the bottom of the barrel? What do you think's left when it comes to you? Which explains to us in a way why sometimes we feel like you know, we get, unfortunately, these concealed brachas that kind of come in a different form. Because so many times the question being asked, do we deserve, or bound to, the answer is bound to come up as a no at some point. So what did the Kohanim do? And we said, we as Yidin like to earn things. We sort of enjoy that question, you know, do you deserve? If not, I'll work harder, and I'll keep on going, and I'll work harder and harder to deserve it. But there's also a place for a yid that you just have to, let's just say, so to, so to speak, have a break. And the Kohanim were given the slip of offering us that. Because when a Kayin benches the people, Birchus Kayinim, when he says, When that happens, what happens is, when they say that, they buy, they enable the bracha to go straight and bypass all the judgments. You know, you're going from the hundredth floor down to the first floor, to the ground floor. Those kind of elevators that they don't stop. It goes from a hundred to zero all the way without stopping, as opposed to the regular elevator that stops at the 99th floor and 98th and people get on 97 and 96th. And on and on and on and on. That's a slow elevator. But there's that one elevator that can't. It, it doesn't stop there. And that's what Birchus Kayinim is, is all about. The bracha goes straight from the top all the way down to the bottom without stopping. Without the judgment, what's the stopping for? The question is asked at that stopping point, do you deserve or not? And Birchus Kainim enables us to receive the brachas from them, through them, without the judgment. Unbelievable thing. And that for a yid is crucial. As we said, you need to earn, and we like it. But we need to have that space, too, where it's just, where there's an opposite energy. Why ever Hashem decided to give us these two energies... Maybe, I don't know, you know, we're not Hashem psychologists, but we can imagine, because otherwise Yiddishkeit becomes too, Tyra becomes too Gvoradik. Very pure, very pure, very, very, uh, you know, very true, but nobody can live up to it. After all. Tyra is, you know, it says, Tyra is up there. Well, it says, Tyra Lobashamayimi. But from the moment that Hashem gave us the Tyra, and he said, and I'm going to put you in a physical world where there are all these things that will, that are dark and will confuse us, 
being that tyrant in this physical world, we are going to fall prey. And we need that just quick elevator that takes us to where we need to go without the constant judgment. That space in our lives. The rest of the time, we can be judging. But that space in our lives. And where is this Duchan platform in the base of Nigdash? And what's going on there? They're Duchanin. They're benching us and blessing the people. And the Levium would stand there playing musical instruments and singing while the Karbanas were being brought. So you think, you're looking at the Karbanas like they're taking animals and cutting them and burning them. And uh, what's going on? We're always so bad. You know, Karbanas, Karbanas and sacrifices. What is this? And at the same time, this whole process is happening with joy. Musical instruments. Karbanas are being brought, which according to a non-Jewish standard, you would think, boy, these people are bad. They better bring some sacrifices and get their act together. But then we look at this oxymoron. There are Levians standing there on this Duchan platform. They're playing music. They're singing. They're rejoicing. It's a party. It's a holy party. Wait a minute. Are we bad? And we have to bring sacrifices because we're so bad? And they're singing. Why are they singing because we're so bad and they're not bad? Is it better than us? Rather be here playing. It's like Lahabdil being in the Israeli army in Sahel. So some people, I remember once when I was on a kibbutz, there were a few, there were a few members of the kibbutz. Their, their sons got jobs instead of being soldiers in the army. They were in the army band. You know, they used to play music. They used to play guitar in the army band. They got the easy job, except when they were ready to leave the army, uh, they gave it to them good, like a good boot camp for a few months. But so are the Levium saying, huh, you guys are there with your sacrifice. We're playing music. No, 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 no. That's not why they're rejoicing. The other, they're rejoicing because this whole process of like the tough, tough love and you got to, you know, earn everything, comes with a balance. Yiddishkeit comes with joy. You know, like the physiotherapist says, only stretch this muscle until you start, if you go past the number three of discomfort, stop. So Yiddishkeit is, Tyra is, we earn, but we earn with joy. And there are moments and there are spaces where We've earned enough. Now we're showered with motherly love, motherly nurturing, and fatherly love, the Duchen process. So, therefore, I guess we want to say, Hashem, if that's the way you set it up for us, maybe we want to set it up for others the same way. And maybe we want to see ourselves the way you seem to see us. You give us a break. You cut us some slack. There are moments when we don't cut ourselves any slack. But you are. You do for us. So maybe we want to emulate you and start cutting ourselves some slack. After all, we're not so bad. We're doing pretty well with all our flaws. And all the other people, too, they're not so bad. They're doing pretty well. All the other Yidin, too. Let's cut them some slack. Let's cut ourselves some slack. Let's jo- joyously, not not with heaviness, but with joy, sing and dance and leap into the Gula Mitis Vashlema, into the base of Migdash Ashlishi, and may it be immediately now.